0: Hi everyone, this is Glenn with Managing with Common Sense, and here is part three of episode two with Ben Brennan. Without further ado, let's get right in. So defining common sense in IT, it needs to be addressed because there there are some policies or... Some changes that are being made, it will mostly just benefit a department run holistically for the all the employees. Right. For, for the whole company. Especially in IT. As, yeah. Especially in IT. Because majority of them are all introverts. Yep. And as you said, no one will speak up because especially, you know, if you're in an IT meeting barely people want to speak up unless they are only speaking up for what they want that the the radio station uh wf wf i, I am or what's in it for me <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, yeah. And, and, so if and, 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 people it's, tune in that radio station a lot in meetings but it's like it's not what it's in for me it's what's in it for the whole organization if i'm in this leader if i'm in this leadership role and and what's Yes, you're protecting your group. I get it. Mm-hmm. But is it protecting your group to help the whole company? If it's not, then, then think of a better way where it could actually help the company. I'm not saying don't do it. Think of a better way. And yeah. I'm the optimistic side. Think of a better way of, of helping your comp- helping the company if you're protecting your team. It's so like what are better ways? So like if I'm protecting my team, that means I don't want any more customers yelling at yelling at them so to protect my team what's going on in our process that's causing pain points to our customer and let's improve on that right
1: and yeah we're in it they don't think that way if it can't doesn't understand the the concept of root cause analysis like i we're we're doing it wrong you know like didn't we invent that you know like we should be experts in that like i think i really think the takeaway for for me for this at least is um and i like to think about not just IT, but management in general. Like what I'm taking away from our talk today is like, you know, we have a we have a we have a, a pretty serious core value at, at QStack where I work is show not tell, and um, and like talking there can be a lot of confusion. So we always try to when we can show. And I wonder if like our next, um, and I don't know, like I want to be thoughtful about it, but I wonder if out there someone listening on your team, is it the right time to, to make the core value for your IT team especially? Um, just have common sense, bring your brain to work. Like see something and say, something. like empower people be like, hey, if you're an intern and you're in a room with an executive, normally you don't talk to them. But if you see the executive about to make a decision because they don't know what you know, speak up, you know? But if speak some...
0: up constructively where it impacts Sorry, I mean to cut you off here, but impacts uh-huh. the
1: organization, not just for you. I think that's 100% right. And I think I actually, I actually, I think that's what's missing. I think people could construe that as. They get let emotional. Me sh- and that's the yeah, thing. Let me, let me, let me shoot my big mouth off rather than like, yes, you have to be rooted in, in, in the vision. Yeah. That is a good call. I actually, um, I withdraw my comment and I'm going to reflect <laughs> on that. <laughs> just, and I like, you talked about show, not tell at QSTAT. mm mm-hmm.
0: And you, you reminded me when I used to work at the art gallery for Warner Brothers Studios. And they says majority of times, if you actually let the customer hold onto the art piece, 80% of the times they'll just buy it right then and there. It could totally. be like a, a $200 one or a $20 one or a $5,000 one. One time I brought out this nice Superman, you know, one of 50 being made and I had number 10 or whatever it was. I showed it to the guy and he looked at it and he was like, he was like can I see it? I'm like, I brought it out to him. And next thing you know, he's like, I want it. I'm going to buy it right now. Yeah. And it's like, I love the show and tell piece because it just remind. I remember
1: you saying like, All the art people who trying to get jobs in IT. Yeah, yeah. which by the way, I am a creative at art, and I love artists, and I wish the world was full of them. And and I respect
0: them more, yeah, Yeah. because coming from the art gallery, from Warner Brothers, it's like you know they have their saying is "When in doubt, pull it out." So pull out. I know. I was like, it cracks me up. I'm like, huh, okay. Uh, We we pull out the art pieces,
1: and you know, they actually buy it. Yeah, it, it, it happens for us. We learned that for um, when we, Q-Stack was a brand new product, like just out of left field, like IT was not ready for it, right? And so what we learned over time was where's the aha moment where people fall in love with it? Because we have zero churn. We have a perfect MBS score. When we get customers, they never leave and they really love it. But what we struggled with is like helping them understand because I invented it. And if you know anything about like startups, the inventor or the founder is the worst person to explain what the product is because like, I know way too much about it. So I'm just like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And so the show not tell came thing, came thing, the show not tell thing came in where we were like, you know what, let's just start giving people like free, you know what, go use it for two weeks. It takes two, two weeks to do polls, go use it for free. And then when they use it, they're like, oh, and then they tell us what it is. And then I just write it down real quick and try to put that in the sales pitch for next time. But, you know, it's like, I can tell you all day, like, oh, it's this tool. It's super easy. You know, like, you know, you don't to need to implement anything. It'll tell you exactly what you don't know you don't know about your IT team and, and how to make a badass IT team. And you're like, words, boring, I don't care. But when we give them the tool and all of a sudden, like they get this data like instantly that tells them things they never knew about themselves. It's like, like it's like it's you know, hooking yourself up to a machine and getting to see like your heartbeat and your pulse and like your DNA and all this stuff together, you know? when it matters, to, like, I'm not really, no offense, I'm not interested in seeing your heart rate and your DNA and all that stuff. But if you show me mine, I'm like, oh, that's dope. And so that's why I think show not tell was such a big thing. But I, not to be a stalker, I looked over your left shoulder, and I see a book called draw your big idea. And I think that's the same concept.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's by uh, Nora, Nora hurting if people are know about that, but and basically, she, she creates classes for people to like if you're speaking at an event there's someone drawing what you're speaking about but all in like cartoon characters and everything else it's and, it's, and they draw a board and it, it's a roadmap of what
1: you're talking about and it goes all the way to the end well, if-, if you were, if you look at my linkedin background that is a picture of uh, a lady when i did a design thinking talk for HCI. A lady did that. It was really amazing. I, never yeah. got to artists, yeah. I,
0: I, I I asked about it when I was at a Gartner conference in Florida and they were like, and they're like, oh, I, you know, I learned this from Nora, I uh, took her class and I'm like, oh, let me, I saw, you know, the nerd still, I am, I Googled it and like, oh, this is awesome. So I reached out and they like gave me the book. i wanted to take a class, but, um, but classes are pretty expensive. So yeah, I don't, yeah. <laughs> hey, but hey, I think hey. it's worth it because what they teach there, it's, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. Um, but yeah um, you just got me thinking one of the things you you talked you know we talked earlier this wasn't in before the podcast or anything like that like you, you as you know a great background working for great technology companies and now you have your own company and you had your your first version of your QStack and you're probably on, I don't know how many versions you are.
1: But a, yeah, there's there's no, we don't number them anymore, yeah. but we did just like, just, I, I don't know if i you, just, I think last week we unveiled a new thing. So a completely new thing because we're always getting customer feedback, but yeah, we're on version. That's what I want to talk about right there.
0: IT tends to lose the focus of customer feedback for improvement. Yep. And that's that's really important and for you being humble and going, wait, this makes sense because you're like, oh yeah, I'm gonna put this down. So you took the heart of listening to your customers, which every IT department manager needs, you guys need to listen to your customers. And sometimes they have great ideas you don't think about. It's always good to have someone from the outside, looking in and go, Hey, have you tried this and move your ego aside managers? Yeah. And listen to, listen to your customers. So how often do you, the, the, to-
1: the coolest thing, yeah. sorry, the coolest thing about our product now, all of the features, um, that are like the cool ones, the new, like innovative, like really badass ones. None of them came from my head. I came up with the acronym and the, uh, the corporation, you know, but like it was when we really started when i quit using it as a tool and started you know letting other people use it and they would be like why don't you just do that and i'm like oh that's a really good point this was a really stupid design choice <laughs> you know and like yeah. and they um they tell us that and it's um it made a product so much better and it was just amazing and twitter i remember when i was working at twitter like um you know we know the thing about twitter like now but i worked at twitter before you could even post a uh a, a photo They had TwitPic. You had to like use a third-party service just to tweet a photo. You could only do text. And you remember like, you know, the at mention or the hashtag. Yeah. Twitter, that did not come from the Twitter product team. That came, I think the some lady or some guy, I forget, they, like we used to, when I worked there, they used to have like a picture of her, some random user was like, tweeted, hey, everyone, why don't we start like organizing topics with this, you know, hashtag or, Pound sign or number sign, yeah. like I didn't I know. Back then, we number sign, you know, <laughs> yeah. and uh, and and then Twitter was like, "Oh, that's a good idea," you know, and then they were like, "Oh, maybe we should do photos and videos, like the at sign, like at you know, Glenn," you know, yeah. that was from a a user who did not work at Twitter, you know, like all of those, and, and the same thing for IT. I, I I would leave IT, and I know we got to wrap. It's it's, it's but. What, what My final message to IT people for this chat is um, we're talking about humility and, and, and the opposite of that, I guess, would be arrogance. like in IT, ostensibly, unless you work at a company where you're only supporting like software engineers, you're, you're essentially supporting like non-technical people. You're supporting non-IT people. Your job is to create technology that allows less technical people or differently technical people to do their jobs better. It is the height of arrogance to think that you as a technical person are the expert in what a non-technical person needs from IT. It's laughably arrogant. Yes. So that's why, and that's why QStack is, you know, people don't quit using it because, you know, QStack tells you what the human experience is in the same way that I have no idea what it's like to, um, listen to read my book i have no idea what it's like when i wrote my book i was proud of it but i literally like had no idea if it was garbage or if it was decent you know and because i don't get to choose that you know who gets to choose that other people who didn't write it you know and then they tell me and then you know luckily it was good but same thing with qstack like uh, when we our first customers were like very nice and they were like yeah this is cute but um you know and I, this is better than what we have. But by the way, these three things are, are stupid and I'm really annoying. And like, why is there no tagging feature and all this stuff? And so like, yeah, like <laughs> it is really arrogant to think that we, that if you're not just like craving every ounce of feedback you can get from people who are not technical to try to understand these people that are so different from you fundamentally you're doing it wrong. And, uh, you're probably, you're probably not as good as you think you are,
0: you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, we could go down a whole, down a bucket list of like IT managers. Just why doesn't my customer get it? Well, are you talking, are you talking to them in their language? Right.
1: Yeah. And you, like you have to ask sense them. Language,
0: simple. Right. And another thing is I was writing down here, like, your customers, not, not only your external customers are not in IT, but you're also in IT world. You support the people in IT too. Yeah. And you you got to listen to their feedback. It might be, you know, you know, if it's criticism, that's fine as long as it's constructive criticism. Yeah. If they're just doing an emotional criticism, just throw that out the window. It's like, you know, say, okay, thank you. And, you know, kill them with kindness. I learned that from... From volleyball. Kill people, kill the rest with kindness, because then they will they will respect you better. And then when you argue, it won't be an argument. It'll just be a
1: conversation. You know, and like remember the uh the the net thing, like that net rule when they change. Oh yeah, when it hits
0: the net, it's, it's a dead ball.
1: Yeah, like and so like that again, whoever was the volleyball association at some point listened to people who were like, listen, this is annoying like change the rules, you know, it's, they weren't arrogant. They listened and and they made the change. It's just, uh, it's just empathy. Like it is a, you know, you have to be a really bad gambler to bet all your chips on the fact that you're right. And everyone else is wrong. (laughs) It's like a perfect example. Um,
0: did Greg ever tell talk to you about the, the sharper image days, yeah, 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 yeah. Where they gambled on the internet. Yeah, it was genius. Right? Yeah. It's like the board was like, the internet was not, people, if you didn't know, like the Sharper Image was a high re, high-end store that sold a lot of great products. And Richard Tonheimer, who is the CEO, um, he he told the board like, hey, this internet's coming a thing. And the board was like, No.
1: They were the first company, so to be clear, nobody, like now, like I go to Amazon, I can see all the things, like you go to Costco, Walmart, you can see the inventory. Sharper Image, to my knowledge, was the first company to ever put like their catalog. Well, they used to send like, when everyone else was literally sending, right now you get junk mail. I'm sure like the millennials don't even know what mail is, but like, it's like a, a box that people deliver letters to, but the, uh, <laughs> there would be these catalogs. And they would just send these, like, thick, like, like two-inch thick catalogs from, like, Sears and everything. And that's how people would, would advertise. And Sharper Image was, like, we're going to put all of ours on our website. Yes. And, you know, it seems like an obvious thing. Nobody had done it. And also, like, it was hard, like, technically to, like, even load. This was back when, like, you know, someone sent you a picture on email and you're, like, this is awesome. I'm gonna start opening this like PNG file, and I'm gonna go like make some coffee and come back, and hopefully this one image will have loaded. You know, it was they were so far ahead of their time, and uh, yeah. And and go ahead, I just wanted to highlight to people like what you're saying is like we're talking about one of the most revolutionary business technology decisions that ever happened.
0: Yeah, and that's one of the things. Like sometimes, like you said, you have to be that bad gambler. You, You just gotta take that chance and
1: yeah. if it sticks it sticks if it doesn't then make it better and yeah that's funny because i was thinking about bad gambler for the other way but you're you're true it's true like to innovate it's, it's a really good point because like i was thinking like common sense you know if you think that you're right and everyone else is wrong you know you're you might be in for like a disappointment but you're right that's also where innovation happens you know like yeah everyone thought qstack was effing stupid like the at the, at the beginning until they used it. Well look you at Webvan. Know? Webvan's huh? a perfect Webvan. Web Remember Webvan? Uh, what's
0: up? Uh Webvan was the uh is it Webvan? I hope it's called Webvan. Where they were the first people who delivered groceries back in the early 90s. Oh the, my god. So out of the time. Yeah. And they went out of business because they people thought that model didn't really work.
1: And look at today. Yeah, look at the uh what was the um the first handhold device. Remember the Newton? The yeah. Apple had the, the Newton, you know? And there was like the, the Palm Pilot and all that shit. And yep. those little stupid stylus. Yeah. It's yeah. It was yep. so funny. You know, like we think about the iPad. It seems like such a great idea. Uh, it, was, it was not the first tablet, dude. <laughs> you no, know? It was not. And it was not the first, like, really, Apple wasn't really the first anything. They were just the first done right. You know, like at Xerox PARC, like uh, P-A-R-C, they invented the the mouse and the graphical user interface. But Steve Jobs invented the like design-centered, like approachable way to implement that, you know? And like, you know, there's a reason that nobody's like, oh yeah, listen to this on your Zoom. You know, Microsoft came with a Zoom to like be an MP3 player, but Apple, you know, was like, no, it needs to be designed good. And and when you were doing design for thinking and technology, do you remember what computers used to look like? Everyone thought it was stupid. Everyone was like, if you're not a a fat, white, sweaty guy with a neck beard that like then you're you don't you don't need a computer. You know, if you're not like some just you know, traditional nerd, whatever, and then uh you know, jobs and other people were like, no, like computers, like you can. You can make art with computers. You can make music. You know, like everyone else was like doing these stupid, like, you know, traditional, like, gross interfaces. And then when you saw that presentation of the, I forget it was the Apple II or the Lisa or whatever, but like when you turn that Apple computer on and it just says hello, your computer is saying hello to you in cursive. Like it was such innovative thinking and not common sense, I guess. You know, it's interesting, or maybe it was common sense. Yeah, you know, I mean, this is yeah. it, it'll need to. It, it, we we'll probably have to wrap it. I, 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 I got to run because on the East Coast, but yeah, it's yeah. Uh, like I will come back anytime and, and finish the conversation because yeah, uh, we're just getting just getting started. I feel like, but uh, I feel like there's going to be like three parts to this uh,
0: common sense of I uh, common sense in IT. So I would love you know what I would love and like like I like I I, like sorry I feel like as you know looking at my podcast metrics you know people's attention span is less than 30 minutes so i'm thinking people are just writing
1: so yeah I'm chop it, chop this chop up, it up, up for everybody yeah. part one part two part three for yeah. sure yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah so all right ben so thank you so much we'll do part two later no rush i have a whole year we're only in february so we have time and i have you might come back to talk about servant leaders or leadership styles that's a bunch of stuff that's on my list of things to do uh, uh, podcast cuz managers out there there's a lot of things you need to learn out there and and it's not just being a boss is being a manager and there's, that's the reason we're called managers cuz we have to manage a lot of things not just the people but their
1: emotions too so a lot of things yeah Anyway, thank you, Ben. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, man. Uh, uh, it's so fun. Like, I hope some of that made sense. Like, I really just like, I lost track of the topic. I was just so engaged and just like these, th- this is stuff that matters. And that like, I, if just a couple of people listen to it and think like, oh, I'm not crazy. This is, you know, that, that's what I love about like podcasts and things like that. It gives you a chance to amplify your voice. In the hopes that someone out there that is like, that doesn't have these influences around them and thinks they're like, it just, it just seems like we're doing it wrong, but like everyone else is pretending like we're doing it right. Hopefully they'll hear this and be like, oh, I'm not crazy. Like I am going to fight for uh, common sense, you know? So, but uh, I love what you're doing, man. Um, And uh, I, I hope to be able to come back in a couple of months and let you know that I've recorded my Audible book and I am, ready to um i've earned my spot uh to come back as a guest on the show so i I, I, hope have... I said two months right two months all right, <laughs> all right brother. It's, it's so good to see your face right. man um and uh it's 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 always a blast bro good luck with the pod i'm a huge fan and uh, i i hope to talk to you soon all
0: right thanks all right take care bye such a great conversation with ben well i want to thank ben for being my guest on episode two of using common sense in it great conversation we have more conversations to come with ben later on this year all right everybody thank you for listening i really appreciate it episode three is just around the corner and i'm excited about that i'm excited for my special guest, so stay tuned for that and have a great day everybody and stay safe and be kind and be human all right take care bye everybody